Yo. What's going on, man? Bro, I'm good, man. I'm good. What about yourself, man? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. How's your week been? I know we ain't spoken for quite a bit now. Eventful week, man. The elections and stuff. And, bro, it's been a mad week, man. Mad week. Oh, man. You see these elections? I like. I don't even uh, listen to politics or pay attention to it, but that was one that I I kind of paid attention to a little bit more. It it just seems crazy, man. Bro, very crazy. I'm the same as you. I don't really pay much attention to politics either, but I just say in recent times I started paying a bit more attention because um because of the implications it kind of has with like the end times in biblical scripture. So. You know what I mean? I've just been paying attention in, in that aspect, you know, like trying to put put the little puzzle together, mm. you know what I mean? And trying to understand it from a biblical lenses. And uh, there's a lot of theories out there and a lot of uh, stuff out there concerning politics in the book of Revelations and, you know, like the beast, you know, and, you know what I mean? All that type of stuff, the beast, you know, like the empire that's going to come but just, just, just after and just kind of before Jesus comes back and, you know, you know, me just being the, the little in the conspiracy theories as well. I'm trying to, you know, you know, put it together and find find the the description that matches. You know what I mean? So, it's a three thing. Yeah, it's mad interesting because I think there's been so many things that have gone on, and this election is probably the biggest thing that we've seen this year. And I'm not even talking about like pandemic or anything like that i'm just talking about you know just standard protocol that's the biggest thing that's going on this year and yeah. i was just waiting to see if trump would win again or if Biden would get it but even even in saying that i've been seeing i follow one preacher and he was talking about how Biden is um an advocate for abortion yeah, he is, bro. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, and he was saying that it's wrong for a Christian to vote for Britain in this Biden in the sense that he supports abortion, and obviously that's wrong um, in terms of our faith. Abortion is wrong, so I found it very interesting. I'm still, I still need to look at some of the articles he's written and some of the videos he's done. But he tackled it in a in a different way to the way everyone else uh, went about it. So I found it quite interesting. Yeah, man, 100. And uh, Biden also supports children getting sex changes. You know, like boys, you know, basically getting their penises cut off and turning it into a vagina and girls vice versa. Uh, turning the vagina into a penis like he believes that like children have the ability to make a sound choice like that at that age like a, at a, at a pre-adolescent age like like how how can you expect like a for example an eight-year-old to be able to make a choice like that oh I'm, I'm an eight-year-old boy but I feel like I'm a I'm an eight-year-old uh, girl like they're eight years old they're not even fully developed from a mental standpoint to even make a choice like that like and you're you're promoting the idea of that's that's okay that's normal you know like 
I mean, I mean, I, I don't agree with it whatsoever. You know, I believe God made you how you are and you're perfect how you are. You know what I mean? But, of course, we live in a world where people will make those choices anyway. I feel like an adult can make that choice, but a child? Nah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, a child, no way. And even uh, he, 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 he believes in the idea as well that, you know, transgenders can go into uh the toilets of like whatever they've changed their gender to so like a trans female uh a transgender female can like go into a can go into girls like a, like a girl's toilet even though you know biologically that's a man and you yeah. know yeah. you know it can make do you know how many women can literally be at risk because of that they can get raped because of that like you know what I mean? Like, I could just pose as, oh, I believe I'm a girl inside. Not really. I'm just doing that so I can get into the girl's toilet and just uh, um, assault a female. You know what I mean? It makes rapists uh, do do a bit more of a easier job. You know what I mean? And I, I just yeah. think this is crazy, you know? Yeah. yeah, and I think that's one of the things about how the world is right now. And to be honest, how it's been going, because it's obviously not a thing that's just started. Like, yeah. the changes have been somewhat gradual in a sense, because it's taken many years to get to this point. But, on the other hand, the changes have been quite abrupt and quite sudden, where maybe one year we're dealing with, as you said, there was a year where it was like, everyone and their mum was transgender like mm-hmm. <laughs> going to a transgender male going to female toilets transgender male competing in women's sports and it's like biologically those things shouldn't happen because in terms of sports man's got the advantage because of muscle density because of how much muscle he actually has like those things don't quite work in the same way as just claiming that you are or that you believe you are a female inside. And it's interesting mm. talking about younger children as well because it like when I hear it, as much as you would want to be soft and say, Okay, the children you know, let's not be too hard on them. Let's give them freedom to express themselves. Mm. You are, you got to also ask the question, like, how far can it go before we have to clamp down and say, yeah, this decision isn't one you should make right now. Like, how far does it go? And I feel like we're kind of pushing the line back further and further. And, yeah. I just feel like now with everything that's going on, we're just seeing everything come rebel. Everything. And it's just, it's scary to witness, but it's also amazing to witness because certain things that were going on behind the scenes have suddenly been brought to light. <laughs> and that's why I said, as I said in another episode, I said, I commend yeah, you real, bro. and the two other accounts, the visionaire for posting this sort of stuff because as as you can see on even your social media, I can see on my social media that barely anyone posts about it. There's a, there's very few people out of the hundreds of accounts I follow. Yeah. 
maybe around three or four posts about stuff like that. And it takes a lot of courage to be that outspoken about these sorts of issues because no one wants to touch on it. It's, it's, it's mad. Yeah. Yeah, it's true, man. It's true, bro. Uh, even, um, you know, um, the visionaire, uh, I've been talking to him uh, quite a bit. He's a really cool dude, man. You know, uh, even uh, myself and others that kind of talk about these kind of stuff, you know, it, it's quite um, it's quite nerve-wracking at first. But I think, I think uh, the passion to, the passion and zeal to just kind of speak your mind outweighs mm. um, the fear. It's stronger than the fear. Do you get what I'm saying? And like, bro, I've had people yeah. me ever since I put up like my support for Trump in it. Like, I've had people, you know, <laughs> rip into me and feel type of stuff. Oh, Trump's racist. Trump is this. He's that. And the thing is, I'm not disputing the fact that his character is very questionable and that he probably is inherently a racist man. My thing is, uh, Trump's policies are better than Biden's. So I'm going to yeah. go with the lesser of the two evils. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, you know, we just, we just discussed some of the things you don't like about Biden and his policies. But the thing is, Trump wants to retain a traditional society. That's the only thing I agree on with Trump. So traditional values like, you know, a man is a man, a woman is a woman. You know, Biden's, Biden's America blurs line between the sexes, which me and you have spoken about on here before. And, you know, we, we, we spoke about the detrimental effects uh, that can have. Um, we even spoke about, even, even what I just said uh, a few, uh, maybe like two minutes ago, where I spoke about, you know, um, giving children the power to make changes like, you know, cutting off their, cutting, uh, like a like an eight-year-old boy, cutting off his perfectly good penis because he feels like he's a girl, like he's eight years old. He has so much more life left to live. He could turn 16 and be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I was thinking. Like, I, like I'm, I'm a man and I'm proud of it. But, but, but what if he gets to that point but his penis has been cut off and now he's a transgender uh, uh, female? You know, like, I feel like it's just, it's crazy to give children that kind of power because they are literally that, they're children and they need to grow. Like a child shouldn't be thinking about sexuality and all these kind of things at their age, like your child. They're meant to be playing them, just living a normal life. You know what I mean? And uh, even in regards to... Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and other stuff like that, you know, um, Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, the, you know, though the the movement may have some uh, some good, um, it may have some good uh, kind of ideals, you know, we you want to say Black Lives Matter too. We're not saying white lives and Asian lives, but now we're just saying Black Lives Matter too because it, it, you know it seems like Black Lives don't, you know, with the killings and stuff that are going on. But my thing is this, well, I mean, Black Lives Matter were founded by three uh, lesbian Marxist women. And, uh, you know, Marxism is a system that's pretty much, pretty much um, pushes the idea of modern day slavery. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's a system that's been proven to not work. You know, it was founded by a dude called Karl Marx. And in his time, when he was alive, uh, I believe he killed killed, like millions of people, bro. Like millions of people. Uh, Marx, yeah, 
I think he killed more people than Hitler. I think so. I don't want to misquote, but Marxism is a very bad system that doesn't work. I mean, every system's bad. Democracy is bad. There's, there's holes in every system because, you know, greedy people at the top. But I feel like just the, 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 the system in which we, the, the society in which we live in, because uh, obviously uh, we're British, but like British society is still fairly traditional as well. You know, it's fairly traditional. We still kind of retain that traditional, you know, um, those traditional values, um, Christian values. Well, they, you know what I mean? They claim Christian, you know what I mean, bro? But there's some Christian, you know what I mean? So I feel like those values are good. Like we, we have like freedom of speech, freedom of religion, you know, uh, uh, things like that. But Biden's society is a society, is a society that was censor because Biden had a, uh, he had to go at Facebook the other day because uh, Facebook said something that I think, um, it, it said something that kind of, um, uh, that this, that, oh, what's the word? I think Facebook, uh, they put up an advertisement from another company that kind of didn't show Biden in a, in a light that he liked. And then Biden uh, had to go to Facebook and he said, oh, we need to regulate information on social media and, regu- and, and, information, and regulate information online and da, da, da. But what happened to freedom of speech? I mean, there's always news articles that will say stuff about people that may not be necessarily uh, what people want to hear. Like, someone can make an article about me. Oh, Young K is homophobe and da-da-da. I mean, I could complain about it, but at the end of the day, that's what comes with the territory. That's how that, that's how that, that's how that, journal, that's how that journalist feels. I'm a homophobe. It is what it is. You know, but... Then, but, but to now try and regulate information and censor people that don't have mainstream ideologies, that's almost like a dictatorship. And that's what Biden's society pushes. Trump is a very controversial and opinionated man. And we see that in America as well. It's a big melting pot of a country with people that have diverse views. And I feel like Trump's society has less restrictions. It gives people more, uh, more freedom, even though his character is questionable. But I'm not... I'm, I don't like Trump as a person per se, you know what I mean? But I like his policies better, you know, and uh, Biden is pretty much a dictator, you know, and he also supports the New World Order, one government, one currency, antichrist system. Uh, he, he, um, There's a video of him years back saying we need to create a new world order and, uh, you know, the global, the global order needs to change and there needs to be an, an equal playing field, you know, if you can if you read between the lines, you know, and, you know, you can see and see what he's trying to say and stuff. And, um, it's, uh, it's still online. I put on my Snapchat. I'm not sure if you saw it, but yeah, Biden is a, Biden is a snake. And, uh, uh, everyone that voted for him is going to see that, um, racism, it's not a Trump issue. Uh, sexism, it's not a Trump issue. Uh, discrimination, it's not a Trump issue. It's a human issue. And even when Obama was president, Mike Brown was killed. Sandra Bland was killed. More black people were killed when Obama was in office. When a black president was in office, more black people were being killed. Mm. But no one is saying anything about that because Obama's black. And that's the thing about and that's the thing about black people, bro. We're ignorant because just because Obama's black, we feel like, oh, you know, oh, we should. Oh, no, Obama's a good president. Oh no, you know, he's a good president. He's a good president. Yet he saw his people get slaughtered. Like like dogs, and he did nothing, bro. He did nothing, and that's what I'm saying. Like it's not Trump; it's a human issue. Is 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 an issue of sin? That's the problem, you know. And uh, 
yeah, bare of my friends were getting on to me, oh, I can say that, da, da, da. but the thing is, Trump's policies are better, you know? Like, we, we all live in a traditional society, even though we're overseas in Britain, we have freedom of speech, we have freedom of religion, we're not dead, we're alive, you know? And, um, yeah, something about my uni as well, she, she got on to me, she was like, oh, but a traditional society is racist and there's sexism. Bro, sex, sexism has always been here. Racism has always been here. Well, well, in a, in a pre-race world, it was more discrimination, you know, if, uh, not really, yeah, because racism is a social construct, but, you know what I mean, bro? Like, it's always been here. Those things have always been here. They didn't just come with the creation of a traditional society. It's always been here because sin has always been here. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I think you disobeyed God and that's how all these things came into the world. So, you know, it's, it, it, man, there's so much to talk about, but do you get what I'm trying to say, bro? Like, you know, um, but yeah, man, that's kind of that's that's kind of how I feel about that, man. You know, um, Trump is trying to keep traditional values that we know and love within society, but Biden is trying to create a new society. And people also say to me, "Well, bro, this hmm. is America we're talking about. Why do you care? You're British. You're not even American." That's true, but we need to understand that America is the West. When you're talking about the Western world, America is the West. If America influence every single nation on this planet indirectly. Like, look what happened with George Floyd. That guy was an American, and there were riots in London. There were riots in in, uh, in Paris, I, I believe. Uh, riots, even in the Middle East, every country, it's sort of the domino effect of every country following in America's footsteps, rioting, talking about injustices in their system, uh, racism, uh, uh, classism, all sorts of issues sprouted as a result of George Floyd's death. That's the impact America have on the rest of this world. So what I'm trying to so so my my worry is that when Biden uh, passes certain legislation and law, Britain, being the bumlet country it is, will start to uh, uh, follow in America's footsteps, and then the whole West, the Central and the East, will ultimately follow in a certain format, and that format will be uh, uh, the new world order. Which is what they're yeah. working towards. Um, honestly, I I understand what you're saying because that's the thing we do see everyone now kind of following suit. Um, but just before we get further into it, want to welcome you all to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 bro. I, I literally. I literally said to myself, oh, yeah, um, I don't think you've even um, done it. Yeah, like, yeah, I just, yeah. Oh, man. That's the yeah, thing, though. These topics are mad interesting. dived into that one, man, you know? Like, it's going to be a good discussion. But we welcome you guys to episode nine. Um, this episode, we're basically going to go a bit left on this one. We're going to talk about what's going on in this world. It's going to be pretty uncut, pretty raw. I've got one of the best people I know to help me, you know, translate, explain, and even simplify everything that is going on, relating it back to the Bible, you know, how it could look in the next couple of years for us all. Um... And please note this, not to scare anyone or to force anyone into a certain set of beliefs. 
you know, we're talking from what we believe, what we know, from what we research. And it's just literally here to inform the next generation. That's what it's about. So, you know, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this episode. But yeah, man, back to the back to the topics, man. This world is crazy, and I like I want to even yeah, man. <laughs> start off with um all the chaos that's been going on. Like you've been talking about how we're near the end times, and you know all these crazy occurrences. You know, like this year, yeah, everyone was talking about you know planning in 2019 for 2020 to be the best year of their lives. Like, holidays booked, trips booked, events booked, everything. Mm -hmm. Like, people went full throttle because 2019 was so trash. But as soon as we hit, like, February, March, everything shut down completely. And I feel like from there, it just went downhill so quickly. Like, you had so many different things going on. You have protests, you have lockdown, you have, you know, global recession, you have the chaos in Nigeria. It's like 2020 just felt like the biggest L we could ever receive. And the worst thing is, I don't even Mm -hmm. think we're through all of it just yet even though it seems like some things are starting to ease up here and there, like, there's so many things that haven't yet cleared up. Like, just because people aren't reporting on it anymore doesn't mean it's not there. So, I mean, as you guys heard, we were discussing it in the intro, but, yeah, man, if you could just shed more light on on this chaos, man. Yeah, man. Um, as you said, bro, the chaos is is immense. You know what I mean? All over the world. Um, you know, first it was COVID, Black Lives Matter, and uh, SARS. Just so much stuff going on. And you know, um, I feel like all these things that are happening in the world uh, are agendas, man. Uh, you know, I feel like all these things are agendas to uh to put an end to traditional society as we know it and to implement a new system globally you know um and i feel like black people are being used as a tool to do this uh and what i mean by that is you know even when we look around the world there's so much chaos all of this kind of started with black lives matter uh, I mean, I mean, I believe, I mean, I believe also that I believe uh, COVID is real. Of course, COVID is real. People died and there's a lot of things um, going on with that. But I feel like COVID is being used to um, perpetuate, um, yeah, to perpetuate a global recession. I feel like that's being used to also uh, cause chaos to perpetuate the global recession in terms of uh, economics, cause uh, uh, an economic collapse worldwide uh, to put an end to fiat currency. So 
you know, money that we know as pounds, dollars, yen, euro, to make that obsolete so that we can uh, uh, accept um, a new digital currency which will wield through a, a, a microchip. And that microchip will have uh, our identification, our social security number, and our money will be in there. So we no longer, you know, use money, but rather we use a chip. And that chip, you know, we go to the shop, we buy what we want, we scan our hand on the beep, our shopping's done, you know. And the Bible talks about this in Revelations. There will come a time when all, all flesh, all man, rich and poor, man and woman, will be made to take a mark in the right hand and in their forehead. Yep. And in Sweden, that's already happening. It's already happened. It's already happening in Sweden, but it's not by force. It's voluntary, but people are paying for it to be done. Uh, so that's so that, that so that's that's the COVID aspect. Uh, I feel like all these things are playing a part. COVID is, is playing its part. Uh, in terms of Black Lives Matter, um, there's been a lot of racial tension in America, bro. You know what I mean? Like we've known it for years. There's been a lot of racial tension in America and things of that nature. And all of this truly started okay. when Obama was in office. Do you remember uh, Sandra Bland, um, Mike Brown? Uh, all these people, a lot of the, the first wave, the first waves of this incline and rise in black people being killed by police, it all started when Barack Obama, a black man, was in office. And he did absolutely nothing for black people. You know, all, all Obama did was legalize gay marriage. That's all he did for black people. But no one said anything about that. You know, like, you, you, you know, police having like, um, yeah. you know, police having cameras on their chest. Like, all of that came when Obama was in office. But the funny thing is, everyone seems to forget that, you know. But now, and, I, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm a Trump fan. I just prefer his policies. But the thing is, now Trump is in office and uh, George Floyd was killed. Everybody now went out and rioted and because it built up, it built up from when Obama was in office. It built up, it built up, it built up, it built up, and George Floyd um, broke the camel's back. And it just so happened that Donald Trump was in office at that point. But it didn't stop Donald Trump; it started with Obama. So I feel like uh, all these things um, occurred in order to uh, to self sabotage uh, democracy and to give people the impression that the system is broken and that they need something new. When in reality, uh, the system is fine, but the elite just want, uh, they just want to push the agenda of one government globally, every nation be under one government, one system, one regime, one currency. You know, they've been talking about this since the 80s. Since the 80s. George Bush said this in, the, in 1992. I think, and uh, this been this been going on uh, discussions about this been going on for decades. But the thing is, Donald Trump is being used as a scapegoat, man. You know, I feel like everyone's anger is misplaced. Oh, Trump this, Trump that, Trump this. But no one's saying anything about Obama, and he didn't do anything. You know, because he's black. And I feel like it goes back to what me and you were saying. That like, I, like I feel like a lot of black people are gullible and they can't read. They can't read the season and the times that we're in. You know, there's a lot of agendas going on here, man. A lot of agendas. You know, feminism, Black Lives Matter as well. Like I said, um, uh, um, apart from COVID, these things are being done to 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 create chaos and civil unrest and to make uh, uh, um, and to make democracy 
look like there's holes in it and to look like there's problems within democracy, you know, like, don't get me wrong, there are always issues that can be solved, but the system that we have now in place, there's nothing wrong with it as far as the West goes. Even though we're in a monarchy uh, right now in Britain, there's nothing wrong with these systems. I mean, there's always going to be problems because it's a human issue, like there's sin in the world. So there's always going to be problems. But what we have now, the systems we have in place now are better than the systems, the likes of Joe Biden and all the people want to create. Because it's going to be a to, a to, um, a totalitarian world. And that means that a world where literally uh, you can't speak out against the system is ruled by an iron fist. Any opinions or ideals or belief systems that are contrary to mainstream media or society is censored. You may even be arrested. You may, it's literally a cutthroat society Biden is going to build. And I feel like uh, everyone that's voted for him, uh, that you're, you're, their suffering has just began. America's going to be even worse. And people are going to, maybe a few years in, people are going to see that, man, we really made a mistake here. You know, black people are still going to be killed. Crime rates will still surge. There's still going to be problems in, in, the, inner, in the inner cities and black communities. There's still going to be sexism. Women are still going to be oppressed. Biden's not going to change anything because these are because Biden has made it uh he's made it seem like it's a Trump problem. These are all things caused and perpetuated by Trump, but it's perpetuated by humans because mm-hmm. of sin, you know, because we're evil. And and that's just um it's just one of those things. I'm not saying you can't speak out against it, but it's not a political issue. The issue is sin. Do you know what I mean, bro? And I feel like all these things. All these things are being perpetuated in order to uh, uh, to usher in to usher us into uh, a new world, man, a new order, a new system. You know, what better way to make someone feel like uh, uh, the system is broken than self-sabotage? Destroy the system, make the system seem crap, make it seem bad, cause civil unrest. You know, uh, uh, um, plague the world with a crazy disease. Um, purposely, purposely um, um, uh, make universities close down, and students are, uh, are are you know killing themselves, and there's so much unrest, and you know cause the economy to plummet. And what what better way to make them feel like the system is obsolete than to perpetuate yourself? And that's exactly what uh, 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 what they're doing. And in the next few years, few decades, um, you know they're going to offer us a new system. I mean, we've got, we've got 5G. We've got 5G all over the place now, 5G towers, and uh, the internet of all things. And the world is in a transition. Is, the world's in a transitional period. We're transitioning. Mm. You know, this is 2020. It's this new era. We're transitioning right now, right before our very eyes, and people can't see. And, um, uh, yeah, the, the, the beast system the Bible's talking about is, uh, is around the corner. And uh, it's very scary to think that we're living in these times, man. Um, but that's my thing. Yeah, to summarise, I feel like uh, COVID, the Black Lives Matter movement, and stars all these things uh, are um, the situations that have that that were perpetuated uh, purposely to cause self sabotage by the elite in order to cause civil unrest all over the world, so that uh, they can usher us they can usher us into a new system. You know, um, Joe Biden's always talking about. I don't know if you've heard some of the stuff he said in the speeches and even what he said about NSARS, he's always talking about creating a more inclusive society, a more inclusive society, a more inclusive society, you know, he's always talking about uh, uh, 
uh, changing society and uh, and um, he, he likes to use the word um, reform, reform, reformation. These words, uh, 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 um, it's like they're code words to basically say um, traditional society, he wants, to, he, he wants to put an end to it, you know, because traditional societies are seen as archaic and old, you know, oh, what do you mean? A man's a man, a woman's a woman. Oh, what do you mean, mate? Uh, you can be whatever you want to be. You can be 50 genders, you know. Uh, uh, a boy can change his sex if he wants to. He can uh, cut his penis and send to other Oh, what do you mean, mate? Oh, this is, uh, a man being a man, a woman being a woman. Oh, that's old, mate. That's, that's old. That's traditional. That's, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're going to label us crazy. Oh, you're old. You're old. You need something new. We, do you get what I mean? Oh, um, we need, uh, you know, they, they always, you know, in, in, in the name of innovation, we're seen as old. Traditional values are seen as old, but 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 the world is fine in terms of our system. I mean, yes, things can be improved. You know, of course, things can be improved, but the system we are in now doesn't need to doesn't need to uh, be taken uh, does doesn't need to be transformed into a new world order system, man. Because that that will literally be when when mm. when shit really serves my language when things really hit the fan, bro. You know, for real. And that's kind of my uh, yeah, man. Take I, on that, man. It's it's interesting, even because obviously the presidency thing is current. It's a current issue, like SARS, Black Lives Matter, that kind of stuff. It's still recent because it's all happened this year, but even for something that's happened right now, which is the election, and as I was saying, it's it's probably the biggest thing to happen this year um but i was telling my brother he was saying oh joe biden joe biden's gonna win joe biden's gonna win it looks like he's really beating trump and my reaction was simply "Eh." and i find trump for lack of a better word distasteful i don't like the guy as a person Mm. but for me you know there's something about everyone whether you like them or not whether they have a likeable character or not whether the things they do or say are questionable at times or not I do believe everyone has something to give everyone now Trump being the way he is obviously he's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way so, of course, if something bad happens under his rule, under his presidency, of course, everyone's going to look at him and say, this is your fault. You're the one who's heightening the ever-existent race issue, the ever-existent racial war. You're the one that's, you know, heightening you know, the sexism in the country. And what you get to realise is that it has nothing to do with Trump. He just happens to be a person, as unlikable as he is, that happened to be in power at the time. I too was waiting for him, for his presidency to end. But at the same time, when you have two people running for president, you've got to ask yourself, and that's why I, I think I have a tag to you in the post or sent you the post of 
Dr. Umar. And yes, I know he's been ripped apart by a lot of people. But <laughs> that's that's why I said the post because <laughs> I was like, even though I know this guy's been ripped into, like he's actually speaking truth. Like instead of you just voting for someone because they're black or 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 the mixed race, you know, look at listen to what they're saying, read what they've written, and figure out which one aligns closest to what you're trying to achieve. And then I even went further as to put a post up a couple of days later saying if you want to make a decision, make sure you're really informed or well-informed before you do so. So you can make the best educated guess, pretty much. But I think with Obama, it wasn't an educated decision. I think with Biden, I mean, we're yet to see. Don't think it was an educated decision. I feel like people just itching to get Trump out of office. So much so that it's likely that Biden will win this election. Now, as you said, like it's not that we're advocates for Trump, but you've got to look at what both of them stand for. And you've then got to decide, okay, which one is right. I, as I said, I don't pay attention to politics, but I can't personally vote for someone that gives, you know, freedom of speech a new meaning completely. Freedom to do a new meaning completely. Someone who supports the abortion of babies. Like, you don't have to yeah. know a whole lot about science or a whole lot about anything to know that that's wrong. And I feel like it just takes a little bit of common sense, a little bit of common sense. And I think it's just it's just a, a, com- a competition based on popularity for people. Because I... <laughs> Honestly, I I don't think, and that's where we've got to put our sights on black people because at the end of the day, we are black. Obama, I was saying to my brother, he was Mm. like, I was saying, what what did Obama do? He said, oh, things like Obamacare. That was the only thing he mentioned. I said, okay, Obamacare. (laughs) Obamacare, Obamacare is good. But what else? I don't think that really. Um, I don't think Obamacare really did much. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think it really. Uh, yeah, people don't. don't really meant to talk about it. You know what I mean? I think it was a project he tried to do, but I don't think it really. Yeah, I know. Like I know people were complaining when Trump completely removed it, but yeah, not a lot of people were talking about it like that. But. I was like, okay, that's one thing he's done. But to me, and then I just went on a whole tangent by myself. I was like, if I'm put in a position of power and I started to relate it back to, you know, friends that I have that are outspoken on their political views or that have strong views about 
you know, things to do with politics in general. Like I was saying, if, if, you, if you're put in a position of power and you identify with a certain group of people that have been oppressed for many, 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 many years, when you now get put in a position of power, shouldn't your focus be on helping your people? Okay, yes, don't forget about everyone else because if you forget about everyone else, it's going to cause an uproar. We know this. But shouldn't you be actively looking for a way to put your people on a level playing field? In South Africa, a whole lot of white people are complaining because the... Is it president? Had given black people back the land that was taken from them and some white lady was on the mm. on the video complaining that oh me and my son and me and my family have got nowhere to live because they've given the land back to these black people I don't think it's fair well it wasn't fair when you took it so now it's being given back like trust it's been given back to the right that's what I was going to say like what do you expect it's not that we're punishing you for what your ancestors did, but we're righting the wrongs of your ancestors. So what's it? So then, in terms of Obama, That's true. it's like, you're put in power for four years. What do you do with that power? Like, even if we, even if we don't delve into too, too much of how much power he actually has to make things happen, you know, there's certain things he can do in the country like, we can't control who kills who. We can't control, control you know, mm. who harasses who. But we can control certain systems that are put in place. And that's why I keep on saying, like, my focus, if I'm put in a position of power, is to give my people a better chance. That is my sole focus, especially when all these people have put all their hopes and dreams in me. I I signed a petition for, I think it was Breonna, Breonna Taylor's killers to be brought to justice, George Floyd's killers to be brought to justice. I signed a bunch of, bunch of petitions. And the people I had signed the petition with mm. sent me an email saying, okay, Biden's been put in a power put in power now it's time to pressure him when he gets into office um to make sure he keeps his promises um i don't think that's gonna work like i don't think that's gonna work at all like i can tell you as soon as he gets into power amnesia he's not gonna remember anything about what he said <laughs> A hundred, bro. A hundred, man. I'm telling you. That's just one issue. But it's it's interesting to see that what happens in America immediately affects what happens in the UK because I feel like a lot of our attention is on American politics (laughs) and American culture. Like, a lot of our attention is there. Yeah, and not our own, innit? I feel you. So we don't even we don't even know the law of our own land, but we can 
probably quote American American uh, laws exactly. and legislation. I know what you mean. It's crazy. And it's like it's crazy. all these. I need to stop this. I, I need to stop this phrase, man. I keep saying, and it's like, and it's like. I swear, in one episode, I said it about fifty times. Honestly. <laughs> Hey, bro, bro, me too, me too, bro. <laughs> me too, man. Me too. I need a new connection. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least maybe, maybe yeah. like, also, but it's like, 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 <laughs> like, I know yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> but, you know? yeah, it's so, all these crazy yeah. occurrences just happen. And it's like, it just seems, it seems to get worse and worse. And whilst there is, there are things to do um, in the physical. We've also got to do something in the spiritual. And I know not every listener we have is a believer, whether Christian or otherwise. But, you know, if you do read the Bible, even if you want to read a certain part of the Bible, I say you should have a little peek at Revelations. I was saying, I think it was on Young K Talks or one of the CC podcast episodes, I was saying that I had read a bit of Revelations and seen about the mark of the beast and how, you know, Satan starts to cause chaos in the world. And I was like, oh, shit, that is, that's happening now. Like, there's uproar, outrage everywhere. And that's why I called this episode, like, Global Chaos, because it really is global chaos. Like, I don't even know, you know, the world I used to live in anymore is so different. It's so, it's like, so different, uh-huh. Many yeah. years ago, I don't think I would ever see a man claim that he is a 12-year-old child and he wants to identify as a 12, 12-year-old child and it will be allowed. As in, literally, they will say, yes, you are a 12-year-old child. So everything that pertains to 12-year-old children, he is accepted into that category. And I'm like, what? In my brain, I'm like, this shouldn't happen. This shouldn't be a thing. But we've made it okay for people to be a circle if they want to be a circle to love a car if they want to love a car. We've made so many things okay that the world's just confused now. And the few people that still believe in, as you said, traditional society, the way things should be, were slowly being drowned out by, you know, people that believe in this new world people that have been, been converted to believe in this new world, people that have been pressured to believe in this new world. And that's why it's so important for believers like you and I to stand up and say, you know, there's something really sinister going on here. Instead of being sheep and agreeing with everything that's going on, pay attention. So that's my little two cents on you know just this global crisis that we have going on
Yeah, bro, 110. I, I love the words you used, man, before when you were describing the situation going on in America, you know. Um, certain entities are, you know, are heightening, you know, already existing uh, social issues, you know, like the, you know, things within the black community, uh, you know, uh, race, uh, race, uh, racial tensions and, you know, certain certain entities are heightening that because the reality of it is Black Lives Matter uh, is a tool being used to push uh, the new world order. And I'll tell you uh, why I say that because, you know, America's, and, and I said this on, a, you know, Young K Talk um, episode eight, uh, why I don't support Black Lives Matter. Um, in, America's a, a country that has 350 million uh, people in their population, 350 million people, 50 states. The country's so big, if you go to different states, you're in a different time zone. So like New York is like I don't know it can be like 10 a.m. in New York and in in and in and yeah. in LA it could be like two o'clock. You know what I mean? Like it literally America is like pretty much like continent continent sized kind of country. It's big. You know what I mean? So obviously America and Canada make up Northern America, North America. You know what I mean? But it's a, it's a really big country. Like we we pale in comparison. We're, we're such a small little country compared to America. But the thing is, in America, in a population of 350 million people, bro, you mean to tell me white people aren't killed by police? Asian people aren't killed by police? Latin people aren't killed by police? The Latin community and the black community have the same struggles. The black community, I'd say... Probably the struggles are a bit worse, but the Latin community, you know, like the Hispanic community, like you know them Latin people, like like <laughs> AC, you know them, you know them kind of Latin people, like like they've they've got like Southern American people, like in America, they go through the same prejudice, police stopping them, police brutality. Today, yeah, in America today, somebody, a white man was shot somewhere in America by police today. So was a Latin man. So was a Chinese man. Someone today, because America's so big, you know how much things go yeah. on in that one country daily? There's millions of people, millions of situations, millions of scenarios, millions of, 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 of happenstances that occur. So every single time there is a police situation, it's always a black man. Always in the mainstream news, always a black man, police sit on his neck police shot him. What about the white guy that was shot by police today? What about the Asian guy that was shot by police today? The Latin guy that was choked out to death by the police today? It never makes the news because if if it does, it will change the narrative that black people are being wiped out. That's not the case. Black people aren't being wiped out. Yes, there's. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to deny there's prejudice and there's issues with the black community. There is, and that needs to be addressed. But what's happening here is and I will, and I will say it's my chest as well, bro. Black people go through mm-hmm. the most prejudice in the world. I will agree with that. That's true. But what's happening here is, um, um, the powers that be are exploiting the victimhood of black people in order to push this new world order agenda. Um, keep showing black people videos of us being shot and killed, even though Latin people go through it, white people go through it, and poke them until they react and make them believe it's Trump's fault. So to push Trump out, 
to elect Joe Biden, a new uh, 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 a new world order uh, endorser, and then pretty much um, and pretty much yeah, the new world order project in full effect because black people have been used as a tool. Every single time you talk about Trump now, all people think about is George Floyd. Uh, Trump didn't Trump didn't do anything about that. Uh, uh, um, uh, feminism as well. Trump uh, Trump didn't do nothing about that. Sexism. Trump didn't do. Even though these things were here when Obama was here too, they were here when who was the dude that was before Obama? Oof. I forgot. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I forgot. But these things were always here, and the thing is. Changing the traditional society is not going to make these things go away. It's going to make it worse. We're going to live in a, to- a totalitarian world that's ruled by an iron fist. Like people need to wake up. Like there's like th- there needs to be structure, infrastructure, and order in society. A man's a man. A woman's a woman. Um, 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 you're black or you're white. Um, 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 there needs to be it needs to be black and white. But in this society that Biden is pushing. It's lawlessness. I'm already seeing it now. A man can walk up in a girl's in a girl's toilet because he thinks he's a girl. An eight-year-old can cut off his penis because he thinks he's a uh, uh, an eight-year-old boy can cut off his penis because he thinks he's a girl. He's eight years old. He has no understanding of the world around him. He's still learning life. You know, he could just have. He could just feel like he's a girl for one month. Then the next month, he's like, you know what? I want to be a boy again. You know, you're young. You, you don't know anything. Like. You know, like, and then it's too late. His penis is, he's been cast. Nothing you can do about it now. No sex. Like, no sex when you're older. Like, his manhood is gone. His manhood is gone. Like, tra- traditional society is how God wanted it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because there's order, there's structure. But this new society they're trying to create uh, or, or more inclusive society, is th- th- there's no order. And, 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 and everyone that has ideals like myself and you, bro, will be censored, will be ostracized from society. Uh, um, um, you know, these type of things uh, uh, will occur. And Joe Biden pretty much epitomizes cancel culture. He pushes that, 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 um, that idea of cancel culture and people being silenced and muted. But Trump pretty much is such an opinionated and controversial guy. He embodies freedom of speech as a leader of a nation because he, 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 he as a president, uh, doesn't even agree with a lot of mainstream and societal beliefs. He remember he um he spoke out against abortion. Uh, Trump brought back I think he brought back prayers, didn't he? Like in school, yeah. like prayers. You know, like when you pray like before you eat, like school prayers, and then like he brought back all these like Christian things of Christian values. And you understand what I'm saying? Like the guy has a level of uh, infrastructure and order, but Biden is very Biden is trying to. Uh, open Pandora's box and break quote unquote social social constructs. It's not social constructs. It's just it's just it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like I feel like he's playing with fire, man. He's playing with fire, and all of this is to usher us into the new world. You know, America will uh, change the West, then the Central, then uh, the East, because even with the whole NSAR thing. Uh, Joe Biden said something interesting, bro. He said, um, oh, I stand, he, I, and I quote, he said something like, I stand uh, with Nigeria, the um, Americans need to stand with Nigeria uh, uh, to put an end to corruption in their democracy and create a more inclusive society. That's what Joe Biden said. He said, 
America needs to stand with Nigeria to help create a... What does that mean, man? America is a different jurisdiction. So how can America have any impact on Nigeria? They can only have an impact on Nigeria if America and Nigeria become synonymous and they fall under one umbrella, which will be to fall under one system and the rest of the world, which will be the one world government, bro. That's exactly what Biden's working towards. There's even a video online, man, you know, and uh, people need to open their eyes, man. All this stuff, the chaos in the world is being perpetuated, is being, um, when I say perpetuated, I mean, it's self-sabotage. Like, the people at the top are allowing this to happen to, 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 to destroy the system in order to offer us something something new, which will be detrimental for us anyway, but uh, it will be beneficial for them. And um, yeah, bro, it's just, uh, it's, 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 it's crazy, man. That Biden's here now. And uh, I mean, I, 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 I still I still think there's hope for Trump because Trump, apparently Trump's not conceding. Apparently he's, um, apparently he hasn't left the White House. He's saying, oh, the election ain't over. Yeah, apparently yeah, he's the Supreme Court. And man, I, I, I hope, yeah, bro, bro. I really think God. I really think God's got this, man. I think God. I think God's got this, man. I hope. I hope Trump can pull through because Biden is bad news. I'm not saying Trump is a saint. He's not. But his policies give give us give us more freedom and more rights. And his policies have more Christian values than Biden. And you know, even though we're not Americans, it will affect us. The whole world, like. When America has an election, the whole world tunes in because what occurs in America indirectly affects the rest of the world. It does. It it, it really does, you know? And, um, yeah, I mean, America, people are arguing America could be the base of the New World Order or China could be the base of the New World Order. I believe America, maybe, or China. I don't know yet, but, yeah, bro, it's... uh, Scary times we're living in, man. Yes, it's so much chaos. Um, and uh, with 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 NSARS, um, yeah, it's the same thing, really. It's the same thing. They're all they're, they're all self perpetuated to cause this global recession, to destroy uh, the world systems, and to create a new global order. Definitely, that's 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 what's uh, going on here, man. But, um, but with NSARS, on a more on a more um, on a more, like, away from that kind of aspect. You know, Nigeria's been going to yeah. going to crap for ages now, bro. And, like, I just felt like, I just felt like, why, why now? Why now choose to localize your pain when you've been letting these corrupt politicians for years and years just overrun and destroy the country? Like, I see all these people saying stuff like, oh, you know, uh, you know, the reason why, you know, I hear, sorry, I hear people say all the time, you know, white supremacy, white, white supremacy this, white supremacy that, da, 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 which is true. Right? White supremacy is very real and exists. But at the same time, our leaders in Africa, bro, yeah. are disgustingly corrupt, bro. Disgustingly corrupt. Like, we have to remember the same, the same, uh, the same Westerners coming in and taking our resources in Africa, our oil, our gold, our diamonds, our uh, 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 all these um, uh, uh, coltain in Congo that powers most electronics, the phone, uh, the laptop, the PlayStation. Without without coltain, you can kiss a lot of our yeah. electronical devices goodbye. You know what I mean? It's like Africa's got the most resources in it. It's like 
mad Africa is literally the richest continent but at the same time it's the poorest I, I don't understand how like and I think it's because our leaders bro they let these westerners come in and exploit and steal and take our resources bro and like everyone's always saying oh white supremacy this white people this white people that but our leaders let them come in and just steal our resources and and, and exploit people and you know what I mean just, 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 just for like a quick buck so, is it really white supremacy all the time? Like, I'm going to talk about the foul stuff we do to each other as black people. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like black people, man, like, we can't keep screaming white supremacy. White supremacy exists. But white supremacy exists because of the, because of the economical factor. I feel like black people, ah, uh, like, the reason why, the reason why, you know, I kind of was like, ah, oh, because like, it's so cliche and it's so simple, but it's something that I know will be nearly impossible for us to do. But we have to build the black economy, man. That, 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 I think economics will save black people. I don't think it's about marching all the time and rioting and then burning down your own community and then nothing is done. I feel like economics is what will save black people. When we regulate black spaces, we have money as a people, then white supremacy won't be able to affect us because money is what speaks in this world. I'm not saying money like God, but money, like, there's nothing wrong with money if money is utilised well and, uh, you know, in a good manner. And I feel like black people need to build uh, uh, the black economy, man. It's not about, it's not about racism. It's not about, I feel like, it's about economics, man. Because Jay-Z, I mean, man, if that was Jay-Z walking down that street that day, you know for a fact the police wouldn't have knelt on his neck because Jay-Z's got money. Jay-Z's got, Jay-Z's got, Jay-Z's got enough money to, uh, to pretty much sue that guy, to sue uh, his wife, sue his kids, sue his kids, 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 kids. kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Jay-Z's like, and I feel like it's because when he saw George Floyd, he just saw another, like, I'm sorry to say this, he just saw another, like, broke nigger that he could just, you know, when, when, when people think about black people, as you said before on uh, one of uh, Young K Talks episode three, when we were talking about Black Lives Matter, you said something, uh, you said something, bro, you said um, when people think about black people, they think of us, they think of one class of black people, mm-hmm. they think about poor black people. You never really think about black people and think about wealthy black people. You always think about the ghetto, ratchet kind of black person. When you think of black people, you don't think of like well-spoken, you know, um, posh black people. You always think of ghetto street black people. And that's, that's the stereotype of us. But I feel like once black people, if we build the black economy, like our class, like our class will rise. I feel like the way of our ethnic groups and peoples engage with us will be different. Like people engage with Jew- with Jews way different than how they engage with blacks because Jewish people have money. People engage with Oriental people, Chinese people, and all that differently because those dudes have money. Money is money is really your oyster in this world. And um, I'm not saying I'm not trying to make it seem like oh money's God and money's everything. Of course not, heck no. But black people are poor, man. We're the poorest, and I feel like that plays a big role with how we're treated and engaged and even 
with racism too, like racism is like a scientific issue too. In West Western science, um, pardons racism. You know, in the theory of evolution, black people being more primitive than white people were less evolved, and it's, it's very deep rooted. But I feel like economics plays a very very big role as well, and that's why like I'm trying to look into investing and doing things now to leave some behind for my children. You know that the black people we need to do for self. You know, yeah. you need to do for self. It's it's even interesting that you know we even even still talking about black people, but it's such a ongoing issue, and we have yet to recover from whatever wound we sustained. And economics is definitely the most powerful or one of the most powerful factors in our healing process. Like, I remember that episode very well because we went into so much detail describing, you know, how the pain was caused, you know, how it's still affecting us mentally, physically, you know, with the stuff we do, our everyday lives, the way we communicate with each other, the way we see each other. Like, I feel like we are our own worst enemy. It's, diff- it's, it's one thing to have, like, an enemy on the outside, an enemy that you can see. But when it's now someone that looks like you, that's, that's the worst part. Uh, uh, a group of black people, there'll be one that's willing to abandon the rest or step on the rest to get ahead and it shouldn't be that way but I feel that's, that it's become you know a part of us now to where we're willing to abandon one to get ahead we, we have money it's just spread out our money is spread out now whilst individually we may not have a lot compared to the white family or you know, any other family. But our money's so vastly spread out. And in only a few occasions has it come together to create something amazing. That family that bought hundreds of acres of land, I said, wow. Now, you would think that'd be inspiration for the whole race of black people to move better, to move smarter, to move in unison. But imagine, that's, that's not even close to what's happened. Black people still as divided. Yes, it's only one story, but that story in itself is a powerful one. How can about six families come together to buy a couple hundred acres of land? And it's not land that they're going to live off on their own. Is land that they're going to help cultivate for the community, for the black community. Like, I want to be in a position where I can say all the promises I've made up until now about how I want to help my people, I can now fulfill those promises, whether for my people in the UK or my people in Nigeria or in Africa as a whole. My people are everywhere. But do I 
connect with them on the basis of us being family or just associates. Like, I feel like we're so distant with each other. And bear in mind, there's so many different things to discuss about 2020 as a whole. But because Black Lives Matter is is such a sensitive issue, partially because I'm black, you're black, but also because, you know, the chaos we've seen that has arisen from the death of a, a few people and when I say a few people, obviously it's more, more than a few, way more than a few. But in that immediate moment, there was a small conglomerate of deaths that seemed to spark so much outrage. And you, you said it so perfectly in terms of using the analogy of it breaking the camel's back. Because you can only let things build up so much before, you know, you snap. And as I said before, for someone that you hate to be in power at the time of this chaos, of course they're going to receive the blame. It's it's our nature. And again, displace anger. You can be angry at Trump for what he says and what he does and for the, you know, for the minor characteristic flaws. But I remember saying to my sister that if Trump wants to give a webinar or he wants to message me and say, I'll teach you how to invest to make yourself millions, if not billions, I'm going to listen like, never mind the fact that it's Trump. The guy himself is a billionaire. He's not a billionaire for no reason. But don't use the thing of you dislike someone as a reason to discount the amount of knowledge or information they have. The fact that you dislike Trump because of his character does not mean that you should now abandon what you believe in terms of the Bible to support someone whose views and, you know, the way he wants to structure the world we live in is so far different from what you believe. But it doesn't make sense. Because as soon as he now flips the switch and wants to start making all these changes, and all of a sudden forgets all the promises he's made and ignores all the petitions and ignores all the cries and ignores all the complaints, it's going to be too late. And that's that's one thing I wanted to ask. How do you navigate through all the chaos? Because of the whole thing of this world is ever so slowly, but also ever so rapidly going downhill. How do you how do you as a standard everyday kind of individual and atheist and as a Christian navigate through it? I mean, you can answer the Christian one first because obviously we're Christians, but 
<laughs> yeah, man. Um, just to expand on what you said a little bit as well, like I said before, um, before I answer the question, um, like, I would say, like, Black Lives Matter, Black people in general, had a huge impact on a lot of the events that played out this year. I would say 2020 is the year of Black people. I mean, Black Lives Matter uh, was the was the domino effect that made us transition into so many things. You know, like the death of George Floyd. Then everyone started talking about... Um, man, bro, I'd go on Instagram, bro, and I'd see so many people uh, putting on their Instagram stories, like, pray for... Ah, man, like, pray for Ethiopia, for the stamina. No, yeah... I'm not sure with Ethiopia, don't quote me, but pray for this country, there's famine, pray for this country, there's a genocide going on, pray for this country, pray for oh, this country, yeah, yeah. Pray, spread this, spread that. I was thinking, yo, what is going on? Like, bear, like, bear famine, bear genocide going on, like, bear governments killing their people, like, there's civil wars in different countries I've never heard of, like, I've seen on the news, like, like, what is going on? And it all started with, I can't, George Floyd. It all started with that that thing. I'm telling you, George Floyd's death sparked George Floyd's death. Then Black Lives Matter, the protest. Then people in London started. It started this chain of everybody trying to be like a revolutionary. You know, uh, pray for this country, pray for that country. Uh, this here, this here. Everyone just started becoming like a journalist and a, you know, like a revolutionary. Like, and I was thinking, yo, all because of like black rage and, and like black outcry but there's good in that there is good in that of course but we're also being used as a tool to advance the new world order the, all of this stuff as i said before is self-perpetuated man it's self-perpetuated black people are victimhood because we are we, we do have real victimhood but it's being exploited you know our victimhood is being exploited and that's all I want black people to see. Do you understand what I'm saying, bro? Like, that's all I want us to see. Because as I said before, it's impossible. There's no way we're being wiped out. We're not being wiped out. Because the Latin community can say the same thing. Because they go through police brutality. But to say they're being wiped out in a nation where there's 350 million people it just mm-hmm. it's, it's not it's not a realistic figure. It's not realistic, you know. Like, I'm, but that's not to take away from the pain and the things that are going on. But to say blacks are being wiped out, it, it's not realistic. It's just not a realistic figure. And the reason why you're not seeing white people incidences with white people going through police brutality or Latin people, Asians, because it will change the democratic narrative that black people are being wiped out. Like. Like, we're being hunted down by police. There's so many good police out there that try to keep their head down and not get into any trouble, you know? But because black people do go through a level of prejudice, our victimhood is being exploited already to uh, 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 to usher in the system, to get Biden in as the quote-unquote saviour. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it's all chess games. And black people need to see that we were used as scapegoats. We were used as pawns to advance the system and now to get Joe in and it worked. You know, I know I know I know some black people that say to me, uh, bro, 
you're an idiot, bro. Joe Biden's got a vice president, Kamala Harris. Uh, she's half, she, she's black, bro. Uh, you should be ashamed of yourself, bro. Uh, we have a we have a black VP now, man. You should vote for Joe Biden. I'm not voting for Joe Biden just because the VP's black. <laughs> oh my god, bro, Imagine. my bro, my friend, my friend D, he said that to me the other day. I was like, hold on. After of all the things I've told you, Joe Biden trying to censor people. Uh, the LGBTQ agenda being enforced, uh, 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 pre- being enforced and pretty much being forced on people to the point where if you speak out against it or or, or any mainstream beliefs, you're pretty much silenced and cancelled. Like I mean, with Trump, because Trump's already a controversial person and a, and and a very opinionated person, I mean, you can cancel somebody. I guess in terms of like you know Twitter will cancel them. They're, they're like hashtag cancel them, and then after a week, everyone's forgotten about it. But Joe Biden will. Council will actually make council culture like a legislation. Like you will yeah. be, do you understand what I'm saying? Like it'll be like a law almost. Like, but I feel like I was telling him all this stuff, and all he could say to me was, "Oh, the VP black, you should, you should, you should vote for him." Oh, Trump's racist, bro. Oh, you are pattern up, bro. You're, you're supporting a racist guy, bro. I don't like. I don't. Trump's character is between him and God. All I know is that his policies are better. And it's going to affect the whole world. It's going, to, it's, it's going to indirectly affect everybody. Britain, France, Germany. It will affect all these countries in the West, then the Central, then the East. And I feel like black people were used as the main pawns for this, for this agenda. We were used. And we're all going to see that we were used in the coming months of Biden's, uh, Biden's presidency. I believe Trump still has it. I, th- I think Trump's going to win. I think they're going to I think the Supreme Court will will um, will be in Trump's favor. I'm praying, you know. But um, if it doesn't, which I doubt it, which I doubt will happen, but if it doesn't, people are going to see Biden for who he really is, you know. But um, to answer your question, though, bro, how can an atheist and a Christian navigate through these dark times? As a Christian, all we can do is um believe in God because Jesus will actually come around the time of the great tribulation or just before the great tribulation like you heard about the rapture where Jesus will come and take so Christians actually don't have nothing to worry about yeah we'll be around for the kind of start in a bit but when when it really kicks in and like the persecution is heavy where Christians are being killed and slaughtered Jesus will come back but those that remain will be slaughtered and they'll be forced to take the mark you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So Christians actually have nothing to worry about because the Bible says these will come and rapture the Christians and take us. So we have nothing to really worry about, but all we can do is have faith and pray for the world and evangelize, you know what I mean? Because um, God gives us assurance that he's going to come, you know, and he's going he's gonna, to um, he's gonna rapture us and he's going to protect us and, you know, he's going to, you know, he said, he said in the last days, you know, he'll He'll protect his elect, so he'll protect those that truly believe in him and follow him. And so we have assurance of that. But as humans, of course, we doubt because we're humans. You know, humans doubt a lot, and you know, so it's natural. But as a Christian, faith, man, that's what I can say. Keep the faith, pray, believe in the God of your salvation, man, and keep the faith. And you know, um, yeah, because God assures us that he'll protect us. He assures us that in the last days, even in general, that he'll protect us, and he will. I know he will, and uh, yeah. Um, uh, for 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 an atheist, um, 
you know, there's not much I can tell you as an atheist. As an atheist, um, there is nothing you can really do um, because if you don't have Jesus, you will be you will be afflicted by by the coming system and the coming wrath. You will, you know, those that don't have Jesus will be will, will be afflicted. That's what that's what it says in Revelation. Uh, yes. You won't you won't go with the rapture and you'll stay and you'll be forced to take the mark. If you don't, you'll be killed. But if you but if you reject the mark and you're killed, I mean you'll be killed and tortured anyway. But if you uh, refuse the mark and you're tortured and you die you actually go to heaven because you resisted uh, the mark because all that take the mark will be hellbound. You won't be able to ask for forgiveness anymore. It's impossible that it's impossible for God to forgive you because you sold out. So your fate is hell. Like it's a done it's a done deed. Like your fate will be hell if you take the mark. So those that refuse the mark, even if you're atheist, you will go to heaven. But at that time a lot of people will believe in God because they'll see that man. A lot of the people, like, they'll see people go. Like, they'll see, wait, where's everyone, where's people gone? Like, people would have been taken, so everyone will know, Ra, God is real, we'll be too late. But those that resist, those that resist the mark will go to heaven, though. But it'll be very hard, because the Bible says a lot of people will pave their blood and their sweat. It'll be hard. Most people will give in, because the torture will be too great. And the suffering at that time will be too great. It'll be worse than any type of suffering that's come to the earth. It'll be bad. Most, most 90, probably 90-something percent of people, 90-something percent will give in. Most will give in. Only a few, a few, a very small few will resist. So, it's better to go with Jesus the first time. <laughs> if, if you stay, you're, if you stay, you're, you're finished. I, I, yeah. I, that revelation is both scary. Scary book. Scary. Scary. Um, but that's what I can say to the atheist, man. God, God loves you. Um, in the Bible, God says it's not His desire that any go to hell, but it's His desire that all reconcile with God. He doesn't. God doesn't want you to go to hell. If you go to hell, that's that's your that, that's because of you. Because God says He wants everyone to come to heaven. So there's, there's there's a chance for the atheist. There's a chance for the homosexual as long as he returns from homosexuality. You know, there's a chance for the for the gang member so long as he turns from crime and comes to God, there's a chance for everybody, man. God loves everybody. We're all equal in his eyes. Mm-hmm. So the atheist listen, you have a chance for the Bible says, uh, like I said, it's not God's will that any it's not God's will that any goes to hell or all come to Christ. He doesn't want you to go to hell. So don't feel like oh God wants to put me in hell so no, he doesn't want you to go, he doesn't. You know? There's a chance for you today. You know? You know, today's the day of salvation, man. Uh, yeah, man. You know. Yeah, it's it's in, it's mad interesting. Like Revelations, as I said, I only read, I think two, two separate verses from two separate from two different chapters. But fam, it it gets real ropey. I just I just read those two verses, heart dropped immediately. I've never seen the Bible and I'm still, you know, working my way through the Bible as a whole, but I've never read, you know, a piece of written scripture and had the feeling I did when I read Revelations. Atheists, 
is is honestly a thing of do not leave it to chance. Like if we say atheists, if put under enough pressure and stress, they will accept the vaccine or chip or mark of the beast, whatever you want to call it. The chances are definitely higher than a believer. But even the believer, how long, how much can they endure? Because obviously we hear about these great men and women in the Bible that will not refuse God under any circumstance. You see how Esther was able to go in front of the king with God's guidance, God's protection, go in front of the king and ask for a people to be spared when anyone that goes in front of the king will be killed. And it's, it's amazing to think that, you know, with this kind of stuff happening in the world, that not everyone will make it. It's scary to think, but not everyone will make it to heaven. Non-believers, okay, you've immediately got a much lower chance of making it to heaven. Not telling your opinion is straight fact. But there will be some that do make it. Some that will take the place of believers. So to think of it like that is... It's almost odd. Like I say that my brain is part of it's like an adult, part of it's like a child where I think logically like an adult, but I ask questions like a child. Because I wonder how can a non-believer take the place of a Christian, you know, when it's time for the rapture? But, you know, God says himself, not everyone that, calls my name will be saved and I remember saying in one of the Young K Talks episodes it's, 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 it's a scary thing to imagine that you claiming to be a Christian obviously I know and you know it's not enough but to know that it is actually not enough so I wouldn't leave it to a chance if you're an atheist, I would not leave it to chance. You know, there's been so many things happening. You can't put it put miracles down to just pure luck or pure coincidence. Some things are just so out of the ordinary. Some things are almost impossible to imagine how they flipped and turned out the way they did. What else can you point that to? God is real, God is alive. Mm-hmm. And the times, so, are, the times are near, you know? It, I think these are signs of the times. Yeah. I I did not want to believe it, but it's, it's one of those things where you need, now need to have confidence in God. Mm. Like, me on my own, fam, I'll bottle it. I will bottle it. But my faith in God, my relationship with God has got to be so strong that 
almost I know that I've done my duty on earth. Yeah. We will have a mission that's to bring people to God. It says that he will draw all men onto him. And literally, our duty is to bring more people to him. There are people that are on the teetering edge but are still yet to be spoken to to fully bring them to Christ. But our our shyness to approach people, you know, our colleagues that will force Christianity on people and scare them away for good. Don't 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 look at Christian as as the people that believe. Rather look at it as who or what you believe in. Mm. Your relationship with God is all that matters. Don't worry about the people. That's why we're saying that in terms of churches, in terms of parishes, find one that obviously doesn't twist the message, doesn't try and put too much of society or the world into the message and pollute it and corrupt it. But most importantly, go to a church that when you go there, you feel at home. When you go there, you now know you have, you know, you're in the presence of God. You know, sometimes you can be in church and you can just feel something in your body, a shiver. It's not the the music worship leader that's that's singing that gets you like that. It's not the pastor that's preaching that says a word that you just you just click to. Just mm, mm. It's, it's, it's one of those things where God is using those people to speak to you. Like, give God a chance. Give him a chance. You give him a chance, your life will never be the same. So, that's, that's for my atheists. Give God a chance. You know, seek a close relationship. Read the Bible. Just read it. Just try and understand the way things were, why things are, what things will be. And do your best. Find Even find other people, accountability partners. People that will, you know, point you in the right direction. Because those are important. Especially when it comes to something like Christianity. I need people like that. You know, my sister needs people like that. We all do. When you have, when it's, when it's a group of us, it's, it's not a journey that's meant to be taken alone. So I'll definitely say have a group of people that are like you, maybe one that is, you know, strong in the word, maybe one that's just coming up, and then you that's, you know, newly introduced there will be so much that you learn that you'll now be able to see God in your own way. Yeah. So, that's 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 me, man. That's what I'll say. Yeah, man, that's real, bro. That's real. There's a lot of things that occurred in 2020 that, that we probably still need to cover a bit, but yeah, man, I think that's pretty much... We covered the main bit, though. The main yeah. bit. You know what I mean? Like, the main bit... 
the um the protest this year has been heavy on protest 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 speaking on injustices all these kind of things going on while whilst whilst there's good elements to it there's also bad elements yeah and uh, I think the bad outweigh the good you know because the thing about the thing about the devil is the devil um he'll give you a bit of truth to give you a lie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He'll give you a bit of truth, but he'll give you bare lies with that little tiny ounce of truth. And uh, yeah, man, that's me though. That's me as well, bro. Yeah. 